Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 23 of Real Talk Real Estate here on the Air and Advantage. Um, I posted earlier today about this week's episode being a, uh, about a story that tells a thousand words. And the thing I want to talk about tonight is photographs, specifically listing photographs or photographs of your home that you're using to market your property to sell. Now, the first thing I want to talk about is the fact that I did get uh, some inspiration and some tips for, on uh, this specific topic from an article online that I will make sure that I uh, link to in the comments down below after I finish up the live video. So feel free to check back after the fact to take a look at that and see uh, all of the tips that I'm going to mention because there were 20 tips on these. I just want to go through the top 10 in my opinion um, and then I'd love to hear what your guys' thoughts are on these are as well. So the first thing I want to talk about is that you get one chance to make a first impression and when you're trying to sell your home that first impression you're usually going to make for someone is an online viewing. So you need to make sure that your photos that you're representing your house with are the best possible representation that you can utilize to get your home sold. Um, I often tell my sellers when we're going through the listing presentation and everything else, the first, second, and most times third showing that people are gonna have before they ever set foot inside your door is taking a look at it online. Whether that's gonna be on social media because somebody shared it, whether that's gonna be on a brokerage's website, whether that's an agent looking at the property online, or that's somebody checking it out on Zillow or any other website that's out there, online viewings are always generally going to be the first place that people are going to see your home and make a determination of whether or not it's worth their time to drive by and check it out. So you absolutely need to do everything you can to make it look as good online as you possibly can. Now, like I said, agents and buyers are both scouring the internet all day, every day, taking a look at different properties. And the homes that are catching them catching their attention are the ones that are going to be viewed the most often. Not only that, the truth is, is I do a lot of social media marketing and a lot of social media advertising and stuff like that. And I find that people are more willing to share photos of the homes that look awesome online. So if you want to get that engagement online and different things going on, you need to make sure that your home looks as good as possible there too, because people are more apt to share it and say, Hey guys, check out this awesome house that I took a look at. Uh, Darren Erfer, great comment. No 60s furniture is definitely a smart thing to do uh, if you're trying to uh, get your home to show as good as possible. I think he's uh, speaking from experience at a house that we actually looked at uh, in person. So um, as I mentioned, I did find a great article that's got some amazing tips. And these are good tips whether you're a real estate agent uh, or if you're a person who's thinking about putting their house online uh, to try to sell it, whatever. I want to make sure that I'm providing value to everybody so that you can do the best job to make your home look as good as you possibly can before you start snapping those photos and throwing them out there. So in no particular order, I'm going to throw out uh, the ones that I think are the top tips. Uh, and like I said, I'd love to hear your comments down below to let me know what your thoughts are uh, as well. So uh, the first one I want to talk about is hire a professional photographer or do some studying and make sure that you know how to take the best photos that you can. There are a lot of fantastic uh, cameras that are all available today that we didn't have access to a long time ago. It used to be really expensive to get a good camera. Um, I'm actually shooting this video right now uh, on my iPhone, which uh, has an amazing camera in and of itself, has a lot of great technology built into it um, that you can utilize uh, 
yourself if you really want to. Now, I don't recommend using an iPhone all the time to shoot all your listing photos. Uh, if that's the only camera you have, however, there are some options that you can utilize to make sure that they look as good as they can. On the flip side, you should find somebody who's got a good DSLR camera or something that's gonna be a high professional quality photo to make sure that it is the highest resolution uh, and it looks as good as possible when they're putting those online. Uh, the second thing is, if you're putting them on the MLS or if you're putting them on like Zillow or anything else, you want to try to present the photos in the order that you would actually show someone through the house. Um, I, I find that when people are going to look at homes when I'm showing them, they feel like they already know the flow of the home. The showing goes a lot better. Uh, yeah, yes, Andrea, I went to iPhone finally. I've actually been on one for a while. Uh, but no, when I'm showing homes, the buyers who feel comfortable in the property before they walk in definitely have a better reaction than a lot of people do if they walk in and they say, you know, I was looking at the photos, I just don't have any idea what the flow of this property is, I'm not sure where everything's at. So that's something you definitely wanna do. So obviously, you know, it's pretty basic. You wanna go from the foyer to the living room to the kitchen if that's the way the home flows. Um, and then kind of show the path of where people might be going. You can even use photos to actually show the different directions that you can go within the home so people have a good feeling and connection to that property when they walk through the front door. Uh, if you have any specific new features in the home, um, a lot of times if you've just thrown in like some new granite or you've got some nice built-ins or something that's unique to your property, it's nice to do little vignette or candid shots of those features to make sure that you highlight them so people can check those out. A lot of times people will just take the long shot of the room uh, so you can see kind of where the stuff is laid out, but they fail to really capture the essence of those great details or those great amenities. So that's a good thing that you can do and get a really nice close-up of anything that you find that's unique or exceptional about your property. Um, Using only exterior shots is a tactic that I've seen several times. And while I understand some people think it's a good way to try to get interest in the property that, hey, you know, I haven't seen the photos of what the interior looks like. Maybe I should go check it out in person. I think that's kind of a mistake in most cases. Um, a lot of times I've heard buyers, you know, say to me, I don't really want to check this property out because it's only got exterior shots and I'm worried that they're not showing the inside of the home because it's either dated or there's something wrong with the property. You definitely don't want that to be the case when you're trying to highlight your home online. You want people to see as much as possible to capture their attention to bring them to the house. Only showing a few exterior photos, in my, uh, my opinion, is kind of doing a disservice to your listing and you're really not getting as much stuff out there as much as you possibly can. Um, I got a great question here real quick. I want to answer from Mark Lush. Uh, what do you think about the drone camera tours? Um, I think they're kind of cool if you can utilize them, but they're not always necessarily going to be the best thing for every single property. Um, there's a lot of different technologies that are out there that offer different types of tours of homes. And the truth is, static still images still are the number one use of photography uh, for most real estate agents and they still get the job done. Now drone tours are pretty cool and they're also very useful um, in properties that have like say a lot of acreage uh, that you can do a flyover and show the entire property. They're cool because you can uh, do some overlays with text and some lines to show property boundaries. So they definitely serve a great purpose but they're not necessarily something that you need on every single listing. Um, another thing I want to talk about on that specifically is you don't want to over edit your photos. Now 
in Indiana, um, there's actually laws and guidelines on what you can do to photos as far as enhancing the images or other things. You're allowed to mess with the lighting, kind of brighten them up, make sure that they look their absolute best so that you're not really changing the quality or the accuracy of the photo. But if you're photoshopping in anything uh, or removing, say, a cell tower from the skyline uh, behind a home or anything like that, that is deceptive advertising. It is actually illegal and should never be done. You want to make sure that you're providing an accurate representation of the property at all times so that when people come out and take a look at it they're not getting a surprise that would otherwise have kept them from looking at the home to begin with uh, another great thing is um, there's a lot of times that I'm showing like vacant properties or properties that people have already moved out of if you're in a home that is completely empty taking photos Try to find something that, so you can show the scale of a room. Um, my own wife at times will be looking at photos online and she'll take a look at a room and say, you know, that just doesn't look that big because it's an empty room. And I'll check the dimensions and I'm like, it's actually a huge room. Uh, my parents actually bought a brand new home a few years ago. And when we were looking at it the first time, they were kind of concerned that the master bedroom would be too small and wouldn't actually fit their king size bed. The truth is, is when you're looking at stuff without something in that room for scale, like a piece of furniture or something else, it is really difficult to tell exactly what kind of space there is because we're not really good at judging distances without having something else to kind of compare it to. So if you are shooting an uh, empty room, put a chair in there, put something in there, anything you can to really help the buyer see the scale of the room um, when they're looking at it online. Um, another one uh, is make sure that if it's empty or something else to also help with the scale. Uh, for rooms like the master bedroom, uh, try to capture a couple rooms together if you can in a single shot because it'll help kind of draw some interest. And again, it kind of tells the story of the house like Andrea mentioned earlier. It's helping people see the flow of the house, see where things are, see how it's laid out so that they really feel more connected to the floor plan and have a better idea of what they're getting into before they set foot in the home physically to take a look. Uh, Shooting the home, there's also some techniques that I've seen people use where they shoot really high up to shoot down toward the room or shoot really low to shoot up toward the room. And the truth is, is that you can show a little bit too much ceiling or a little too much floor or other aspects that you're probably not trying to shoot. So maybe shooting at like chest level or eye level is the best thing to do when you're taking those photos because that's generally where people are coming in and looking at the room anyway. So you're kind of capturing it as if they're standing in the room taking a look at it. So at least that way they get a fair representation. Um, you know. The other thing I want to say is where you stand in the room when you take the photo is also very important. A lot of people will stand kind of in the middle of the room at times and take a photo and they don't really capture, capture how wide the room could be. Um, so you may want to take a step back as far as you can, get as wide a shot as you can, capture as much of the image as possible at one time to really give somebody a feel of the scope of the room. Uh, another great comment here. Uh, you don't want to shoot the corner of a room. I've seen photos at times where literally the only thing that is visible is like a window, a corner, and a door closet. And it doesn't show anything about the room. It doesn't show the size of the room. It's really just not anything that's going to do a great job of helping people see the house. Um, if you have any kind of furniture that's blocking any kind of cool architectural um, part of the house, make sure you move it out of the way so people can see those. Um, that's a cool thing to see. It's something you can highlight about the property. So if something's being blocked by a piece of furniture or anything like that, get it out of the way. Let them see the cool stuff and the features about the home. 
Uh, the other cool thing is you can take a look at all the rooms before you're taking a shot uh, and make sure there's nothing too distracting or something that you don't want in the photo there. So say maybe there's a really brightly colored uh, piece of furniture that maybe isn't going to be something that's going to be easily uh, looked past. Move it out of the shot so people see the room and see the home so they're not looking at the furniture or the belongings that aren't going to be included anyways. You want them focusing on the house. Or if you've got a cat or a litter box or anything else like that, pets, people, get everything like that out of the shot before you take the picture uh, because they're, they're not really going to help anybody see the house either. Um, now, I also want to point out, I don't know if you're going to see all this, there is a lot of orange on this. Uh, seven out of the 20 tips on this article that I found have specifically to do with lighting the photos. Making sure you have the proper lighting to highlight the rooms is absolutely essential to getting the best possible photos that you can. Um, now, like I said, I'm not going to go through all the lighting tips here. There's some great stuff there. I am, like I said, going to link to an article in the comments down below once this is all posted. So you can read through all of those yourself. Now, I do want to point out a couple things. Um, I want to say, you know, anytime that I get a new listing, I have a great staff photographer at FC Tucker. Uh, takes phenomenal photos, uh, professional grade quality. We've invested in a very expensive, very nice camera to make sure that our photos are exceptional. Uh, in addition, we make sure to highlight absolutely huge photos with the utmost prominence on our websites to make sure that people are seeing what they came to look for. And that is the photos of the property to make sure that they're seeing the homes in the best light online so that they know what they're getting into before they come out and take a look. Now, to go ahead and give you a kind of a good example of why it's important to talk about photos, um, I'm actually amazed by the number of times that I hear clients say to me when we walk through the door, wow, this home looks a lot better in person than I expected it to, or huh, this, photo, this house doesn't look as good as I thought it might in person. The truth is, is photos are never going to be 100% accurate. You want to do the absolute best job you can, however, to get the people interested so that they hop in the car, they drive over, they call their agent, and they come and they take a look at your home. So either way, you want to do something to make sure that you're grabbing their interest because I've got a great story on a time where I worked with a buyer that they may have passed on a home that they ultimately ended, buy ended up buying. I actually had sent this home that they purchased to them uh, about six months prior to us putting the offer in on the home. This has been a few years back, um, but I sent it to them. They took a look at it. They're like, nah, I don't, I don't want to go see this home. Just looked at the photos. It's not doing it for me. Definitely don't want to go and take a look. So I'm like, cool, no problem. Um, we'll, we'll go ahead and we'll pass on that. So kept going. A um, few months go by, a few months go by. The house is kind of still sitting there. Uh, the price is coming down incrementally a little bit slowly, um, and then it comes off the market for a day or so and then it comes back on with brand new great photos same agent everything looked to the same uh, as far as the listing side went but it had all new photos on it and it showed a whole lot better online i sent it back to my client and i said hey guys i know i sent this to you a while back you said you weren't interested in taking a look but there's some new photos on it i think you should really take a look again and see how different it looks now and see if it's worth going in and taking a look obviously like i said at the beginning we did go out we checked it out they walked through the home. They loved it. They were ready to put an offer in before we left that night. And they said, you know what? I can't believe we passed on this house. I, why didn't we want to take a look at this? And I pulled up the email and I said, you said that based on the photos that you saw, it wasn't worth your time to go take a look because you didn't think it would be anything that you were interested in. So that's just one example that I have of a buyer who specifically has attributed 
poor photos to them not even being interested in going and taking a look at a home. So please, 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 whether you're listing with an agent or you're selling it by your owner or anything else, make sure you t read these tips, you use these tips, make sure your agent uses these tips to make sure your home looks as good as it possibly can online to bring in a buyer and help get your home sold. So that's the topic for tonight. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Please let me know in the comments down below if you like the conversation that we're having. Also, let me know any other topics that you might be interested in covering next week on Real Talk Real Estate. Also, feel free to give me a call anytime at 812-779-6273 with any questions you might have. Please like this video and share it with your friends so they can check it out. Uh, the more interaction and more engagement I get, the easier it is for me to keep coming up with these content or this content, these topics, and keep the show coming every week for you guys. Thanks for checking it out. I love the comments. Keep them coming. Have a great night. I'll see you next week.